you hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Do you like gladiators? Of course, we all do. (laughs) Then maybe you need an annuity. What? (laughs) Remember, retirement planning isn't an old person's job. It's your job because you will eventually retire. The difference is whether you retire on your terms or someone else's terms, and that's all about choices. We're here to share topics with you that help you make the best choices for you. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 298, and today we're talking about annuities and how they can help you spend the retirement of your choice on the lanai of your choosing. Mm -hmm. We make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please post your money questions in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. Now, on with the show. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. Queer Money is made possible by Capital One. Capital One believes that financial well-being includes your mental, physical, and financial health. Check out CapitalOne.com today. Gainbridge sponsors the best, including the Indiana Pacers, Indiana Fever, Indiana 500, and the Queer Money Podcast. That's because Gainbridge believes dedication is an essential component of success in every community. Visit Gainbridge.life today. So you might be asking yourself, how did we tie gladiators in with retirement? Well, allegedly, way back in the day, Roman days of yore, they created the first annuity-like products to save the gladiators. Right. The original hashtag save the, and it was hashtag save the gladiators. And really what it was about was making sure that gladiators had income for the rest of their lives. Right. So after they survived all their years of working in the arena, uh, they and their family had some income security through the rest of their lives. So last week, we talked about what makes LGBTQ money different. And we talked about several differences. Most poignantly, some of the significant differences were highlighted from prudential studies. They showed that gay to straight men earn about 46% less and lesbian to straight women earn about 11% less. And we, so we know that there's a sexual orientation and a gender identity pay gap. Right. SAGE, which is an LGBT organization that focuses on the needs of older LGBT folks, has said several times that LGBT folks are more likely to die or age alone. And they're also four times less likely to have children, which means they won't have that familial support. So when it comes to retirement planning, we need to be looking at all of the tools that are available to us. And that's why we wanted to highlight this week annuities, because annuities are one of those tools that folks oftentimes think about or use in retirement. So first of all, let's talk about what is an annuity. We're going to answer kind of several general questions here that a lot of folks have about annuities. We're going to kind of take a one-on-one look at annuities this week. So first of all, what is an annuity? Well, an annuity is an insurance contract. It is not an investment. So a lot of people compare annuities to other investments, which really isn't fair because it's truly not actually an investment. So it is an insurance contract that is designed to guarantee income. And so what it really does is it reduces that idea of income insecurity. You may think of an example here maybe of a trapeze artist, right? A trapeze artist, especially when they're getting started, they use nets below them that because that 
kind of protects them from hurting themselves when they fall, right? So really kind of what annuity contracts are doing is they're kind of making sure that your income doesn't fall, <laughs> right? But annuities are actually, they are tools that can protect you from outliving your income, which is interesting because this is also another big fear that LGBT folks have. A mass mutual study showed that this was one of the top concerns when it comes to investments and retirements that queer folks have. We worry about outliving the money that we have and essentially dying really poor. So what are the types of annuities? There are two types of annuities. You have your immediate and you have your deferred annuities. So immediate annuities are usually lump sum payments from an inheritance or a lottery winning in exchange for a cash flow immediately. So you think about when somebody wins Powerball, very often the topic of discussion is how are they going to receive that payment? Are they going to take all of it home with them and start spending it? Or are they going to choose the annuity <laughs> option? Well, unfortunately, most of them choose to take all the money home and spend it because 70% of lottery winners end up broke within seven years. You always want to choose the annuity option right. because what it does is it spreads your money out over time. And it also provides a return for you. So you, in many cases, you're keeping up with the rate of inflation. Then there's the deferred annuity option, which are usually older and for older investors looking for tax-deferred growth and a guaranteed income by a certain date, such as when you retire, such as age 65, or even some people choose to postpone that to a later date, maybe 70, 75 years old get that extra bonus when it comes to deferring your uh, your social security payments. Exactly. All right, question number 3, what are the two life phases of annuities? Now, annuities kind of are broken down into the two time periods when you have a contract. So the first phase is accumulation and the second phase is payout. So accumulation can actually happen in two ways. As John mentioned, if you're a, a Powerball or a lottery winner, or maybe you have received a windfall from um, maybe an inheritance from Your someone. Aunt Diane. Right, <laughs> right. Or maybe you were part of a lawsuit settlement and you receive a large chunk of money. You can take that large chunk of money and use that to purchase the annuity contract. Or there's another type of accumulation phase, and that's where you make payments over a period of time. And then after that period of time, your payout starts. So the payout period is actually once that accumulation phase is over, either that big lump sum right away or the payments over time, then you start to get money back from the principal or that money that you put in. And that's where that, in that income stream comes from. What are the different kinds of annuities? Well, there are three primary kinds of annuities. You have your fixed annuities, which consist of fixed terms, such as a fixed rate and fixed payout period. Then there's the variable annuity, which fluctuate based on the performance of an underlying portfolio of investments typically designed by the insurance company. Now, payouts are contingent on contributions made during the accumulation phase that David talked about, plus your rate of return and any associated fees. And then finally, there's the indexed annuities. And this is the most complex type of annuities, and it's kind of a hybrid of the two previous, variable and fixed. It offers a minimum guaranteed interest rate combined with an interest rate linked to a market index, such as maybe the S&P 500. Now, it doesn't track the index. It doesn't mirror it. It's simply linked to it. Right. So just because you have a boyfriend who looks like Ricky Martin doesn't mean you're dating Ricky Martin. So it's same thing here with these type of indexed investments, right? Just because it is designed to mimic it, it doesn't mean it's exactly the same thing. You won't have the exact same return. Why are you thinking about <laughs> Ricky Martin in the middle of a podcast about annuities? Right. <laughs> 
Capital One strives to inspire a better financial path for everyone, including the LGBTQ community, through access to credit, tools to manage debt, and product features. Digital products such as CreditWise and Eno are designed to take the stress out of money by helping you manage credit, a key source of potential stress, and stay on top of spending without worrying all the time. Sign up for CreditWise for free today. Heard a rumor about annuities? Cut out the noise by visiting Queer Money podcast sponsor Gainbridge at gainbridge.life to learn more. So we have some disclosures here uh, for the uh, variable and the index annuities. They're typically designed more for the longer term because there can be some fluctuation because it carries some risk. And in addition to that, there are early payout fees and taxes that can be quite egregious. And this is one of the big negatives that you often hear from people when they talk about how they don't like annuities. I think it's many cases, they don't fully understand all the benefits of them. And coming up with a contract with an insurance company, it's not outside the realm of possibility that there are going to be consequences of doing that. And so that can be quite expensive and you might pay some additional taxes in addition to the fees. Right. So question number five, what is an annuity rider? Now, you may have heard people talk about, or insurance agents may talk about riders, right? Well, there are riders for annuities. And really, when you think about a rider, I I kind of like to think about this. What typically looks better? A man in a tailored suit or a man who bought the suit off the rack? Is that man Ricky Martin? Maybe. (laughs) I love a man in a well-fitted suit. And more often than not, that is a tailored suit, right? Well, that's exactly what annuity riders are. These are optional features that you can add to your annuity contract that make it very specific to you. Now, let's break down the two types of riders that there are. First of all, there are living benefits. And second of all, there are death benefits. So living benefits, obviously, are one year still alive, right? So that kind of one of the writer examples there would be that you want your payout, your income to track inflation or it to go up over time as inflation goes up over time. The other thing is you may want to have your lifetime payout be based on your age or your spouse's age. So that's another type of writer. Then when it comes to death benefits, obviously these are ones after you have passed away. So where does your money go? Well, there may be definitions around who the money goes to. So is there a beneficiary on this particular contract? Or you may want to set one up specifically for paying for funeral or post-death expenses. And then third, charity donations. You may want money to go to a specific organization. So the death benefits really define where your money goes after you've passed away. So how much do annuities cost? Well, the fact of the matter is we can't tell you specifically how much annuities cost because as David explained, there are a lot of variables to consider. The more complex an annuity contract is though, the more expensive they are. (laughs) Kind of like husbands. (laughs) Uh, More complex, more expensive, yes. (laughs) Some fees that you might see on your contract would be administration fees or early withdrawal fees that we talked about earlier, or there are additional fees for all the different riders that you want to add on to your contract. And then there might be other fees, but be crystal clear on the fees that you're signing up for. There are then also agent fees, right? The person that's, that's creating the contract for you needs to put food on their table, right? So they get paid. There are typically two ways that they would get paid. You have your commission and then you have your fee-based agents. Commission-based means that they're paid based on the dollar amount that you put into the annuity contract. So for them, bigger is better. (laughs) The fee-based is the more favorable way to go. So you want to look for a fee-based agent. Their fee is based on the features added to your annuity contract. And that 
range can be anywhere from 0% in some cases up to 10% or higher. Yeah. That's what this is really kind of quantity. One, one of the ways to think about this when you think about commission versus fee basis, think about buying wine. If you're going out to a restaurant, you're always going to as long as you're a good uh, guest at a restaurant, you're always going to pay a tip on top of the $60 bottle of wine that you bought at a restaurant. Whereas if you go buy that same bottle of wine at a liquor store, the only way your cost is going to go up is if you buy more bottles of wine, right? So that's kind of how you would differentiate them. So let's talk about number seven so we can have our wine. <laughs> All right. So why do people buy annuities? And this is kind of a review, a little bit of some of the things we've talked about before. Number one, the, the reason is that people want those periodic payments. They want a specific payment over a specific amount of time. And sometimes that time is until they die. So that lifetime income. The second one is they want specific definitions around where their money goes when they pass away. So they're looking for those specific death benefits. And then the third is that there are tax benefits to actually having your money in annuity. Your money can grow in that annuity tax deferred. So you won't start to pay taxes on that money until you start to withdraw it, but it's growing over time. So that's the one-on-one of annuities. Annuities, like any financial product, have their pros and cons, their risks and their rewards. If they're right for you, they're simply another tool to help you have a fabulous retirement. Stay tuned for your career money takeaway from this episode. Make sure to check out more ways that Capital One can help you achieve financial well-being at CapitalOne.com. That's CapitalOne.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this particular episode. Please remember, retirement planning isn't an old person's job. It's not somebody else's job. It's your job, and you need to start doing it today, right? You will retire, and you want to retire on your own terms, not someone else's. So start saving and investing for retirement, and look for complementary solutions such as annuity products or long-term care insurance to augment your retirement savings and investments. Then think firing financial independence, retiring early is only for couples. No, it is for single people too. <laughs> think again, as next week we'll challenge all of your assumptions about firing. Join us for episode number 299 when we talk with Jeff Underwood of Homewood Money. Jeff is a vet who is firing and his firing story will inspire you. And remember again that we make the Queer Money podcast for you. So please post your money questions in the Queer Money Facebook group. We may answer your question in an upcoming episode. Thank you and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.